Maybe if Satine could have carved a better pumpkin, she would still be alive. Start your subway engines. It's time for Boop Helps Pod Race, a queer Star Wars podcast. And welcome back to another week of chaos for our special Halloween episode. I'm Noah. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on TikTok at the Jewish Jedi. And my Halloween costume this year is Woba, which is to say white Boba. <laughs> Not Woba. Get Woba out of here. He's already in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Shout out to Tim for making this helmet. It's so fucking wonderful. I could live in this and I'd be happy. I'm I'm just putting that out there. Anyway. Hello. I'm Mel. I use they, them pronouns. You can find me on TikTok at Grunkle Rex. Uh, and my Halloween costume this year is Tarek. From the High Republic. Oh, <laughs> um, my God. <laughs> I cannot see right now at all. I'm You're having sh- a moment. Shrouded in darkness. I'm shrouded in darkness just like... <laughs> just like... Hi, my name is Claudia. My pronouns are she, her. You can find me on social media at Kaludia says, K-A-L-U-D-I-A says. And um, my costume is... Um, a Rinda... <laughs> Get her out of here! Arinda in her disguise from Thrawn! No, you're gonna have to make me put in the fucking Hannah Montana theme! Hi, I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them. You can find me on TikTok and Twitter at Kawaii Jessio. And my uh, gender this week and costume. Is number one Thrawn Stan Cody. I enjoy that you have the helmet on, even though we couldn't see while you were introducing yourself. Yeah, so hi. I am obsessed with that. They are holding up an I Heart Thrawn sign, and I love that. I think you should start bringing that everywhere with you, just so people can learn. It's actually really funny. I guess it's my turn. Um, My name is Ollie. Uh, My pronouns are they, them. Uh, you can find me on social media at Ollie Fresh, Fresh with a PH. Um, and I apologize to our listeners, this is very visual. Um, but Jess and I are kind of matching. So I'm here. I have a lightsaber. So <laughs> you think I'm Obi-Wan, but actually <laughs> I'm Obi I'm I'm Obi-Thron Kenobi. Um, <gasps> oh my God. This is the best day of my life. Like, no. I have painted my entire face blue. I'm wearing red contacts and I have on some Jedi robes and a lightsaber. So The way you committed so hard to this look, I am in awe right now. I can't See, this, is, this is why Cody is an, a Thrawn stand. It's like Cody Wan, but Cody is, is or, but Obi-Wan is Thrawn AU. Um, I do I, have my little um, Thrawn heart button too. <laughs> I did come up with this costume in, I think, May, maybe a week after we started the podcast. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I've been sitting on this one for a while. When one is remembered by a friend, one is never truly gone. <laughs> it's so sad that this podcast has been reduced to four people instead of five. <laughs> so, this is our Halloween episode, which is very exciting. Um, and we're just going to cover a myriad of fun Star Wars spooky content, starting with the Lego Star Wars Halloween special, which was like the terrifying tales, um, which I think is like a 45 minute uh, episode. It's like a, basically a series of vignettes of like different spooky Star Wars stories that are told with Lego characters. And they're very fun. And we would like to talk about them. Yeah, I firmly believe that this is just Kevin Scott and uh, Charles Soule just trying to get another Star Wars writing credit. Um- <laughs> 
As they should. Uh, I, I, we watched the special, um, Ollie, Jess, and I together, and at the very end, it was like, other writers on this, Cav, and then <laughs> Charles would be like, hmm. Which makes sense, because, like, Charles is, like, he wrote, like, the Knights of Ren comic, so, like, it, it all tracks, but it just sent me to a place. I didn't really know what to expect going into it. I I do love. Does anyone remember the name of the little boy? <laughs> His name Dean. is Dean. I know that because um supernatural reference. Because <laughs> we're I hunting sh- ghosts sh- with a kid named Dean. So hey, Halloween. Um, I was just like I remember watching it, and this child was like, Poe was like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "I'm Dean." And I was like, "Dean." Your name is Dean? Yeah, you and Claudia had the same fucking reaction. Okay, not Dean because it's supernatural. I was like, Dean, because I'm so sorry. Your name is Dean? And you're in Star Wars? Huh? Okay, it has just occurred to me, this special did, like, a reference a lot of, like, horror films and other, like, spooky content. So it is entirely possible that Dean is named after Dean Winchester. Hey, writers of the of of the Lego Star Wars ha- um Halloween special, if you'd did this as a purposeful supernatural reference, <laughs> I need to know. I I will say this. I mean, the main premise of the whole thing is the same uh, the same kind of setup as the Tales from Vader's Castle comics, which is why we mentioned um it's cav and and who else has written the um it's all cav who did uh vader's castle yeah so the setup for the for this special is the same as as those where it's like we've come to mustafar and it's just very full of sith shit and so let's get a little spooky um and this weird fruity motherfucker named vane is here yeah and i the My best. favorite of Padme's handmaidens, Vane. <laughs> okay, but here's the thing: in Vane Origins, the fucking co- part of the comic <laughs> in Terif- uh, in Vader's castle, he's not. His name is just Vane. It's not like that's not like Anakin or slash Vader being like, "I want you to be called this because my wife had weird handmaiden name rules." Talked about how Anakin always has gays around him and then vader kind of tries to replicate that like he loses rex so he keeps boba around <laughs> he accrues tarkin because ahsoka's gone yeah he's like, like you can maybe you can and he's like palpatine are you gay and he's like hmm, depends on who you ask and he's like you can be like my obi-wan yeah he's got he's got I, thrawn like he's got thrawn to whatever and then like that Ven- is there and whatever and he's like oh you know those those handmaidens they were a little they were a little fruity. Um, you know what? Gotta add, gotta add them to the entourage. Like he's like, I know I'm a Sith Lord now, but I do have to keep. I do have to remain an ally. On like a Lego level, I kind of forgot that Lego only has two sizes for human bodies, which is adult man and baby. <laughs> I found that very funny because the entire time, this is where my brain goes with shit like this. Unfortunately, do y'all remember that movie Robots? Where they make their own kids out of like parts that come in a box. Um, yes. yes. Starring okay. Ewan McGregor. Uh, yeah. Ewan McGregor. I'm just making sure that you've seen the classics. Okay. I'm just I'm just clarifying. But all I could think about is I was like, do you think that when Lego children like hit puberty, they just like take their legs off and put on a new set of legs? Uh, sick Rick Diggins reference. Y'all know that motherfucker. Okay, I just referenced something very very specific and niche anyways i will also I mean, say it, that this episode saw um poe as a phoebe bridger stand that was great 
I, I the literal entire end of the episode he's wearing a skeleton costume and I'm a horrible person because I was watching it and I was like you are sick and you're married and you might be dying um I just think it was beautiful and like gay people content I guess that the Lego like holiday special um was Finn content and the Lego Halloween special is Poe content and I'm like wow like uh, each of the holidays we get a different queer and I I'm very happy I'm very excited to see which one we get next <laughs> yeah what do we think Ray's holiday is I like Arbor Day Ray Hanukkah Ray <laughs> yes <laughs> election day Ray. <laughs> <laughs> president's day Ray <laughs> speaking of president's day fun fact I share a birthday with Hillary Clinton <laughs> I share a birthday with John Tyler <laughs> I share a birthday with you and McGregor. Ooh. Okay, well, not all of us be fucking born lucky, Mel. Damn. I want to talk about my favorite one out of the little stories they told in this little funky time. Because uh, uh, every time I think about it, I feel insane with the little um, Wookiee's paw, like, story. And basically being, like, the what if of, like, Luke becoming an imperial and leia basically being the one that obi-wan trains which that made me feel insane the fact that obi-wan would have lived if leia had been his girl boss yeah i also do like the idea of obi-wan being like yes i'm keeping an eye on luke skywalker then he drives past the largest farm and he's like i haven't seen luke in a while and he goes up and he's like hey where's luke and owen's like he joined the empire like two months ago like, I don't know where you've been, but... <laughs> Kenobi spoilers. Obi-Wan just like, what? <laughs> also, speaking of that time during, like, the training montage of Luke being like, hee hee hee, I'm evil. Also, what's up, papa? Um, the, <laughs> the truly one of the most, the be- most beautiful cinematic parallels I've ever seen in Star Wars was uh, when <laughs> Vader po- hops onto Luke's back <laughs> and gives him a little kiss on the head and says... You go, son. Just the, the fact that he's wearing his little helmet, though, so it is just like the helmet <laughs> touches Luke's not forehead. The, not the Keldabe kiss. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do also, um, I was plagued by the fact that Obi-Wan would have survived um, because to make it a little sad, I was like, oh, man, Obi-Wan hanging out with the Rebels crew. Obi-Wan hearing about Kanan and being like, oh my god, I knew him when he was a little guy. He was the one who told me to make the go-away beacon. I like the idea of of Obi-Wan being like, Kanan, he's the kid who asked if I got games on my phone. Oh my god, Obi-Wan meeting up with Rex and being like, oh my god, we're both alive and old as fuck. (laughs) This makes me feel insane. See, now, like, people are like, oh, why is there no Star Wars what if? Like, that Star Wars What If is the Lego series, like, the the Lego holiday special, like, they literally did that where, like, Finn was, like, and they were, like, traveling through time and stuff, um, and in this one, they were, like, yeah, we're just doing a What If scenario, but the problem with, like, with Star Wars What If is that it inevitably just gets sadder and sadder, like, it, it actively makes you more depressed, you're, like, oh, oh, no. I can't, I can't wait for the Ray Arbor Day special when they're like, what if Alderaan didn't get blown up? Yeah, and it's literally just like Palpatine dies a natural death and then Bail Organa gets elected and then he's like, actually, we're going back to the Republic. He does not die a natural death. Eli Vanto's fat ass throws him down. Eli Vanto's fat ass. I do like the, the pipeline of Bail Organa 
survives to that's the exact reason that that happened i don't know how that timeline works because i guess you would have to come back from the ascendancy but eli in, in her great darkest hour <laughs> Wait, PO- POV, we never see Eli Vanto on screen except for in a Lego Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> and he's voiced by none other than Mark Thompson. <laughs> yeah, if they ever put Eli Vanto in like a cartoon Star Wars show, he better be voiced by Mark Thompson. I do. I'm so sorry. I do love the idea of um, the canonical characters that Mark Thompson voices in Star Wars, which while they are not canon, but they are in Star Wars, that the, the two, the three headed thing from Tatooine Rhapsody, Marshall and Eli Vanto and Pan Ada. Anyway, we were talking about Legos. I'm um, sorry. I've been thinking about Eli Vanto's fat ass for the last like two straight Thrawn's like Thrawn's like sitting in the deck of the Springhawk. Not the Spring. Yeah, no, not the Springhawk. Wait. Yeah, it goes chimera. back in time. There we go. He's sitting on the in the Chimera and like in in it's in total disarray. And Ezra's like, hey, hey, I asked you, like, we need to find stuff to survive. And he's like, oh, sorry. I was thinking about Eli Vanto's fat ass for the last like two minutes. And Ezra's like, who? <laughs> Ezra's like, I know, I can hear your thoughts. Shut no. the fuck up. <laughs> I'm, thinking projecting. Freaking, I'm thinking about that freaking like audio from um Detroit Become Human now, except it's it's like Ezra being like, Thrawn, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Just because Thrawn's sitting there thinking about Eli's fat ass. Anyway, speaking of Legos. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of Legos, because what you the mentioned- Lego Halloween special about uh, the Tarkranic divorce. Can we can we get like Tarkin did show story? up in the, the Luke one? He was there. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, he was there to kiss Luke on the mouth because he was like, I don't need TK42 when I have you. No, but like no. I all I want now Wait. is like marriage story, but it's Legos and it's played as the Tarkranic divorce. Uh, <laughs> then I get to okay. see Orson Krennic be like, every day I wake up. <laughs> so yeah. I, I like that I like wall. that you've chosen Orson no, as, listen, the, as the wall puncher. Tarkin's like every day I wake up and he slams the button and destroys Alderaan. <laughs> the Legos, you mentioned Thrawn, and so I'm gonna use that as the 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 segue to talk about Maul, because you know my my favorite ship, Thrall. But this has nothing to do with Thrall, but <laughs> but just the the Maul Lego story. <laughs> uh I wanna shout out a Mother Talzin for you know helping Maul with his bottom surgery. Love that for for both of them. <laughs> I really enjoyed that short. I don't know what it was about it. I think it was because Grief- the idea of Grievous and Maul ever interacting, that's exactly how it would go. This, um, this- it, Guys, it, I, I hate to break it to you, but th- they did interact in the comic that I told you guys about that is what the conversation that began this podcast. <laughs> it was when I- Oh yeah, <laughs> like Sith's like, just like throwing shade at each other. Yes! Um, in the in the Son of Dathomir comic, it's like all of it, everybody's together and whatever, and it's like Maul and Grievous, and they're all in a room and they all fucking hate each other. Um, and I believe it's it's very funny. Um, I guess is Dooku there? I don't think he is because he's dead by that point. No, I no he can't be because um, I guess it's before no because Grievous is there. The Dooku I think is also there. Um. Yeah, they do interact, and it, it has the exact same vibe. I think that's why I liked this show, this 
part of the special as well because it has the exact same vibe of like if you put more than more than one of these sith motherfuckers and grievous i guess isn't a sith in the same room they're just like mean gay people <laughs> i was just about to say unfortunately <laughs> grievous and Molo are just people who are not able to diagnose their attraction to obi-wan kenobi <laughs> I would like to propose uh, Grawl, which is Grievous and Maul. Get the fuck out. I love enemies to lovers. Hmm. Also, I'm glad that this one really embraced Maul's weird fucking spider legs. That was great. I loved seeing more of them. I mean, they are in my nightmares, but I find it extremely funny. Because here's my thing. Cannot, obviously, Kanali is not how it happened, but I like the idea that Mother Talzin had like a wall of leg options. And she was like, "What? which would you like? And he's like, I would like to be a spider. And she's like, I have like legs, like functional. He's like, I would like to be a spider. That is what I, that's what I choose. She's like, all right, works for me. Seeing him fly around on the BB-8 ball was so funny. It's between that and like understanding that Spider-Mall is inherently fucking hilarious. It, the people who make Lego Star like they understand Star Wars better than anybody else like there's people who get in arguments about like oh yeah The Last Jedi understood Star Wars the best or people like yeah Clone Wars it really whatever I'm like no the thing that understands Star Wars the best and that it is stupid fucking camp is the Lego Lego Star Wars whether it is shorts or games or specials or shows like they understand what gives you brain worms to a point and you're like yeah this is phenomenal this is great um and this is ex- like this is exactly these the jokes that i think about um about these characters is what you just put on the screen so um not that we have to move along but to talk about the one starring mr mr ben solo um because i remember watching that and i was like dang I'm actually quite invested in this story. Like I'm suddenly, I'm like, yeah, Ben, get him. And then I'm like, wait, like I did something I never thought I'd do. And that was root for, root for the, root for the little guy, root for the Adam Driver guy. I was not like, I I wouldn't say that I was rooting against him, but I was watching it and I was like, this is fucking wild. I think what like these nail is because when I had, when I was a kid and I would play with Legos, I would just slam all the characters together and make them do very weird shit which is basically what these shorts are is like instead of being like what if this happened lego shorts are like wouldn't it be fucked up if this is what happened i think the reason it works so well for star wars is because that is also how george thought of shit for star wars where he was like wouldn't it be crazy if we just like brought maul back like fuck it but that's also like kind of already how people think about with legos so they don't have to really go that far so like with that short, I know that it was, I haven't read the Rise of Kylo Ren, like, comic or whatever, but I know that, like, they took from that. Obviously, Ren is in it and whatever, and, like, they, it's not, doesn't deviate that far from that fucking comic. Like, they didn't have to try that hard. Yeah, I think that um, Lego just, like, really nails characterization, which is great. Um, I also believe that uh, Lego Star Wars is camp. Um, Fern of Star Wars English class. Did I... Did I pass the class? Yes or no? I think about that a lot because, first of all, I'm a big fan of, of Charles Soule. He wrote the the Knights of Ren comic. So, first of all, I trust that comic. I, I will eventually read it, and that will probably give me some more perspective about Mr. Kyle Ron. Uh, but watching this short, like, I was actually, like Ollie was saying, like, I was like, oh, like, this, I wish, where was this context? Where was it? Besides the comic, probably. Because that 
maybe like think about things better if that makes sense i got like genuinely emotional when they had like leia and han and chewie being like come on whatever and i was like oh damn like oh shit <laughs> like um but i also was very sad that grogu was not there bullying <laughs> i see i think that was intentional they were like we have to make sure grogu survives he is not going to pass away we cannot kill baby yoda non-canonically <laughs> i did want to say speaking of of the of the grogues <laughs> That's what I call Grogu. There were a couple shorts that weren't a part of this um, that were just like little tiny short videos that were posted online. There was a very cute one of Boba, Din, and Fennec, one of my favorite polycules, um, decorating uh, Boba's starship. There was also one of Grogu just like hanging out on the Star Destroyer with Moff Gideon. It's like those ones are so much fun. Like, Lego Star Wars really just embraces the silliness and says, you know what? We're just going to have a silly good time. And this is like something that's it's fun to see and it's a little silly. And I I just love it. It's great. Also, Ollie, you forgot about the one with uh, Ahsoka and Maul in a pumpkin carving um contest in the Mandalorian throne room. I, I liked all the references it had to other like pieces of horror. Um, and not even horror, but scary things, like I said earlier. Like the fact that fucking Christian Slater voiced Ren. Hello? That was so much. <laughs> That's so much to unpack. And I also it made me feel fucking old as hell because I was on TikTok after that came out and someone made a TikTok where they were like, so like, why did Christian Slater voice Ren? And I'm like, because it was a Lost Boys reference. Hello? It's called The Lost Boy? Hello? Anyways. Oh. Okay. Well, hmm. 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 No, because me too. I also. That was a fantastic moment. Holy shit. When we were watching it, Mel was like, oh, you know, it's like Lost Boys. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Great. I love that film. Epic I'm 21 moment. I yeah, I'm Oh my god, me too. So, so what were all the horror references that we caught? Uh, obviously, there's the Here's Johnny one, which uh, it was bl- kind of blown in the um, trailer and in the in the post or whatever. But I still, I thought I was going to pass out laughing when it happened anyway. Um, I was like, this is it. This is the epitome of comedy here. Um, <laughs> um, but there were several others. I did not look for horror references. I was just waiting for, uh, fucking Poe Dameron's P.V. Bridger's costume. The Shining, Lost Boys, um, I'm trying to remember what else. I mean, just like the classic, like, monkey's paw type situation with the Wookiee's paw, obviously. Night of um, the Living Dead. Or like, Night of the Living Dead, yeah. Um, <laughs> my mind, for some reason, said get out, and I know for a fact that it's not true. <laughs> I love the get out reference. I love Lego Star Wars get out reference. Lego Star Wars <laughs> get out. Lego with the, get out. The <laughs> Wow, I can't wait for them to finally, Lego to finally take our advice and make a Lego game for Jordan Peele's Get Out. <laughs> the person comes running at him and he explodes into a million pieces. He does like Yoda. Yoda fucking death rattle. He's like, ah! Can everyone name like their terrifying tale that was like their favorite? Um, I liked I liked Wookiee's paw. I, I think that the I'm always a fan of like an 
I'm weird because I don't tend to be a big fan of like an AU, but I do like something that's like, haha, teehee. Imagine a scenario where this happened. I always think that's fun, just like as a little exploratory thing. Um, and I I really have not been able to get over the fact that, like, oh yeah, if if Luke had decided to go away. <laughs> Obi-Wan would have lived. I also like the Wookiees Pot episode, but not because I enjoy a uh, little what if scenarios, but because I want to become a genie and I enjoy any scenario where a character makes a wish and it turns into a horribly fucked up situation. So I was just laughing at that the entire time um, because that's how I aspire to be. If I was a wish granter, I would fully be like, yes, you can have a power, but at a terribly hilarious price that's only funny to me and not to you. That said... I did also think about how fucking weird it would be if, um, like, if Wookiee's paws in general have magical properties, do y'all think that Han at any point was like, hey, Chewie, like, are you using your hand? Like, both of them. He sees Luke get his hand cut off and he's like, Chewie, my bestie. He the rebellion. Fully has, he fully has Luke's lightsaber when Luke is, like, asleep getting his other hand put back together. And he's like, so... I have a proposition and stop me if you're not okay with it, but I want you to hear me out on this. Your hand can grant wishes. It's or- kind of like when it's, it's kind of like when your cat bites you, that's like, uh, like, um, like Han trying to hit Chewie with the lightsaber. He's like, oh, it's just cause he loves me. I really liked the lost boy one. I think it's just because I think Christian Slater is very funny. So hearing him be Ren and then also have a mullet, the mullet was a lot to me personally. Had a lot of feelings about it. I want to say my favorite was the the Wookiee's Paw one. Just because I think any Luke content always makes me feel crazy. Because you never really get to like spend any time with him. And so the idea of him, it's it's just very funny to me. And also like we really got to see him like be like, just be an idiot. And I think that was, it was very powerful. <laughs> he was like, what if I just became a little pilot it was just i it was just very powerful there was no thoughts head empty and he did immediately enter his chanel boots era very quickly and i was very proud of him for that so so yeah my favorite also was the wookie's pearl and it's funny that noah mentioned like really liking those scenarios of granting a wish but then something fucked up kind of happens um the first time i ever read the story of like the monkey's paw which (laughs) this is based off of too was like in sixth grade and the way I did become obsessed with that where I was like that's so interesting (laughs) so obviously with this I was like ah epic I did think that like the story was gonna end like very very badly because it's just like the the original monkey's paw story is really fucked up but no yeah it was good and I I do like the AU too of like, oh, this is what would happen if if Luke became an Imperial. And yeah, so that was my favorite, but I do have to dock it some points because, and it's been a while since I've done this, but hi, welcome to Cody Watch. Lego Star Wars. Where the fuck was Cody? Why do you all hate Cody? Give me Cody back. But yeah, there's your Cody watch. This special got like a little mushy at one point where Poe was like being a nice uncle. I was like, aw, Thrawn and Cheery moment. <laughs> 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 
Um, I just really liked, um, just like Poe having a little mentoring a child moment. I did get very emotional. I was like, wow, Lego Star Wars is making me feel a genuine emotion. What was all this then? Oh, that is one more thing too, is the entire time Dean was like, I have a family at home. And and Poe was like, oh, come on, you can come with me and be a pilot. And he's like, yeah, okay. I'm like, damn, fuck your family, I guess. Freaking Poe's like, I don't care if you have a family, you're my kid, no. He's like, let me just call my mom. And he's like, where we're going, you don't need a mom. Also, just the idea of Dean, like, stunting on people being like, I have both my parents. Ray's like, I found out that Palpatine is my grandfather. And he's like, well, my parents are alive and they're normal. (laughs) With Dean being like, yeah, I'm basically an indentured servitude to this because my family is poor and then the hut being like hi i own a parody for disneyland i was like lego is doing a lot of commentary for being a for being a a corporate integration here there's a lot to unpack um in the back i can't i can't wait for the next disney venture uh stay at night i'm on the fucking vader's castle on mustafar we're also going to talk about the um vader's castle comics that they drew inspiration from for the terrifying tales special um they are tales from vader's castle return to vader's castle shadow of vader's castle and the latest ghosts of vader's castle um they have they are connected actually and while they have anthology like stories they they are connected and they are within the canon universe unlike lego and um they all they have a very interesting premise in order for Vene to tell spooky little stories, although other people end up telling spooky little stories. Um, does um, does anybody want to try and explain these? Yeah, okay, so first of all, I think that this is like, first of all, I love Kevin Scott because he does this thing where he just like writes things that are very funny. Um, and very epic because first of all, the main characters of this story were children in the wild space books, right? Because you have Lena Graf uh, and her brother Milo. Um, but beyond that, they are descendants of the High Republic character or High Republic group of people, the the Graf family. So it's just like there are some layers here that are just very epic, and I'm thrilled to see it. Um, but. Uh, the the premise for these comics is basically there are some folks in the rebellion who accidentally stumble upon Mustafar and uh, get stuck on Mustafar, have to escape, and all of these little anecdotal tales are told in between. I I can't remember the order of them. Um, does anyone have a specific one that they want to talk about or had a favorite? Because I can go on for hours about this, but. Um, I don't, I mean, I liked all of them pretty much equally, but I will say I found out a little fun fact about the, um, the one with Chopper. What was that one called? Like the Haunting of the Ghost or yes. whatever? Yeah. Um, originally it was titled The Haunting of Harris and Dula, which was apparently a little riff on The Haunting of the Hill House, which is one of my actual, not only favorite shows, but favorite like horror books. Um, so I was like, Thank you. I would literally kill someone to experience a Star Wars character saying the opening monologue of that book because it did change my life (laughs) and I did like it a lot. I also will say um, seeing Chopper be all lovely and evil. Great time. I really enjoyed that. I thought it was a fun. I thought it was good. The vibes of that, first of all, I think most people. Well, okay, I don't know how many most people are. 
if you don't know, the reason Chopper laughs like that is because of this comic. All of the ghosts I left him except that. for oh his laugh. God. That is canonical. <laughs> that is that is very similar to how in the Empire, from a certain point of view, you find out that um, L337 isn't just merged with like the computer consciousness of the Millennium Falcon. The Millennium Falcon was actually already two AI consciousnesses, and she did join a polycule. Like, it, and they are called the Millennium Collective. She calls them that. She, she's. They were like, yeah, we weren't really awake um, until she came here, and she like awake. Like, she really she brings them into political consciousness. But I feel like it has that same vibe of like, this has now changed my entire conception of looking at this character from now on um i did also purge that from my brain afterwards because it freaked me the fuck out the l3 thing or chopper's little no, ghost chopper laugh thing. yeah i think that's his 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 like his need his bloodlust comes from that right I this is this is my thing about uh these little Star Wars tales just being not not even like what if just like wouldn't it be fucked up if this happened because I was reading this and I was like oh my god I I do also like the idea though that Chopper gets all fucked up and the ghost crew are like he's a little off today like they're not like alarmed they're just like he seems like a little bit off his rocker and then they're like he's been possessed by a Sith ghost and like oh that's it okay well he can go back to being whatever he wants to be i guess they're like wait he wasn't before literally didn't that actually kind of well it wasn't a sith ghost but you know didn't that fucking happen in the rebels where like the chopper was being controlled and they're just like chopper's a little weird today but <laughs> chopper got hacked and it took fucking ap5 walking in on wedge Antilles as he was pissing <laughs> for anyone to do anything about it Canonically, Chopper was like nice to them, and AP5 was like, "There's something deeply wrong here." God, I forgot about the Ventress and Little Shop of Horrors one. That one made me feel insane because those are two of my favorite things. Um, I did just recently read the Ghost of Vader's Castle one, the one that just came out. Um, and I did actually really like the last one because I kind of got a little emotional at the end. Um, I guess. Uh, spoilers for this comic Anakin's actual force ghost and also Yoda's um do show up at the end and you're like oh wait I'm I'm I am having one of those moments um this was supposed to be a little scary time where Van A like honestly it has the in every one of these comics it has the vibe of like in a musical when a character is like trying to justify why they're about to sing <laughs> where Vene is like let me tell you a story and they're like I'm literally being tortured he's like but let me tell you a story and it's like a musical so it's that level of ridiculous I would say it is camp um but then for it to like get a little like heartfelt at the end I was like oh and they're they're like oh I wonder who let us out whose lightsaber was that and then it was Anakin I was like oh I'm I'm feeling a genuine emotion. Seeing Demon Plo Koon and Demon Depa Balaba sent me to a place. Um, Good for them. Yeah, honestly, enter your enter your bitch era, period. Or like Skeleton Luke hanging on Dagobah. That was a lot. Yeah. Also, Ventress just looked very sexy in her comics. So I was like, good for you. Good for her. Um, I think one of my favorite was the, the Wicker Man Ewok story. <laughs> that... 
was like, Cap, you sick son of a bitch. I love you. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Who, who said, you know what? Actually, what if we just did some fuck shit with the Ewoks? I, um, my honest favorite was probably the one with Obi-Wan and Vampire Craig. I thought that was really fun. Um, largely because they were like, yeah, it's Obi-Wan and Count Dooku. And I was like, first of all, gay people. Second of all, and then I got to this fucking comic and they were like, it's just vampires. It's just straight up like vampirism. Also, Cody was there. Cody was present in this fucking, the way that Jess like turned toward the camera. Yes! Cody was present. Uh, Obi-Wan even addresses him. He's like, Commander, please take this other clone and go hang out with him while he stops turning into a vampire. So are we saying that this is the first episode of our podcast where Cody Watch, Cody was there? Everyone, everyone, Cody Watch update. (laughs) Cody's in these comics. I will say about that. Just the single one. He doesn't look exactly like Cody. Like, his scar does not look like Cody. I did. I was like, dang, why did they let Wolf take Cody's armor? Um, They were like, that's close enough. And we're so close, guys. I feel it. He's coming. So, wait. So, that one was like, I don't know if it was supposed to be a Dracula reference or just in general a, a vampire reference, but like these also were very specific horror references too. Like the one in the last one, Ghost of Vader's Castle, like, and they did like covers as well that were references as well. So, it was uh, like Swamp, it, it, it what is it? Um, Swamp Thing? Cr- uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon? Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, it's Thank like you. one of those Marvel characters. Shrek. I was like, that is a Marvel character that is based on Creature from the Shrek. Black Lagoon. <laughs> like swamping no also i would like to mention willie was in his frankenstein era i forgot about um that. we yeah, got the, to see the curse of tarkin right much to think about was that the tarkinic love child wait so gay people also no. exist uh, there were also canonical gay people in these comics we cannot keep calling tarkin a win for representation we I would like to say to your question of whether or not the Dooku thing was a Dracula reference, um, as the resident gay connoisseur of vampirism, um, I don't think so. I think it was more just like the concept of vampires overall, because Dracula, at least in his most original form, doesn't really work like that. Um, He's just some cranky old dude that lives in a castle and happens to drink the blood of innocent people. But like, he's not like, he's not like a virus. I have no idea what it was referencing, honestly. Um, I will say, unless there is a solid, like, entire chapter that's just describing the food that's being served, it's not a good Dracula reference. If it doesn't have long-standing diary entries of another character that we just have to read, it's yeah, not a Dracula reference. That are only a little bit relevant to the story. I, I love the experience of reading Bram Stoker's Dracula because I'm like, cool, we're going to get a book about vampires. And then like the first half is like, I had a really awkward engagement because three men wanted to marry me and I can only pick one of them. And then what I had to end up doing, it, I was like, where are the vampires? Girl, yeah. just enter a polycule. I do also have to say, I'm so sorry for making this the Dracula episode. Van Helsing, in every format, is extremely gay, right? Like, no matter what it is, like yes. he's he's a Hello. homosexual. Shout, we are recording this on the evening of the What We Do in the Shadows finale that I have not watched yet. Shout out to the best adaptation of Van Helsing 
Um, I love you, Guillermo King. Um, I would like to shout out the um, Palpatine being actually alive reference in the Ghost of Vader's Castle comic where he's like, don't, he's like, man, wouldn't it be crazy if Palpatine was still alive? And she's like, don't even say it. Like, don't speak that into existence. And you're supposed to be like, ha ha, we get it. It's a Rise of Skywalker reference. I was like, Cav. It was very funny though. I, I was like, all right, you get a point for that. I will say it was very upsetting that the Bunnyman, um, I forgot his name, Jackson, Jackson. So I have some news about Jackson. Oh, God. I have read a lot of the comics. Jackson is actually a recurring character. He's a, he's a friend of Lando's. Um, <laughs> he, I, be- I don't know when he's actually introduced canonically, um, but he's in, like, the adve- the Star Wars Adventures comics. He shows up here. Um, basically, his whole thing is that, like, he feels very inadequate um, compared to Lando. And he's been in the comics so much that they put him in one of the Empire from a Certain Point of View stories on Bespin. Um, at first, I was like, Jackson, why do I remember? And I was like, the bunny guy? Um, there is a story about him um, where he's like, why is Lando not helping me wear besties? And Lando's like, I am literally in the middle of Darth fucking Vader coming here. Could you fucking chill? <laughs> and it's very funny. Um, that that bunny man, um, he also experiences like and talks about a couple times in the comics, like, it comics, like, yeah, I have experienced canon xenophobia. Um, it's a, for being a large bunny. The um, fact that it's him and Thrawn who gets to talk <laughs> about xenophobia is hateful. It's a lot. So there's Jackson lore. His ship has shown up. I was like, when he showed up in this comic, I was like, oh my god, it's Jackson. Speaking of references and ships, okay, so there's this one, one of the comics, it's uh, Chewie and Han get stuck on this weird plant planet very drangier um but there's this part where they're like talking about they say something about like a star hopper and my heart dropped because i was like oh no the star hopper as in the little baby padawan ship please cease and desist oh my god i did just have an idea of like seeing a higher public ship being used by like somebody who's not who's not on the level and being like yeah whatever this is the ship it's the star hopper i just i got it it's a junkyard and then being like what happened Cantum had to pawn it off to after <laughs> after the bake sale went wrong. I was like, I I spent all of our funds on the bake sale, and no one wanted to buy what I made. It's like that episode of Great British Bake Off where that uh, gentleman does put the baked Alaska in the fridge and the woman does take it out and it melts so he throws it away. That does happen to Cantum Sai, and that is why they had to sell the Star Hopper. I also feel like Cantum would only make, like, zucchini bread, and no one yeah. wants that shit. Yeah. Anyways. Buckets of blood is like, do you want to maybe, like, we could make brownies or, like, something fun? <laughs> They're okay, like, no, why not zucchini I, bread? Because I have to defend my homegirl zucchini bread. <laughs> I like zucchini bread, but no one's buying that shit at a bake sale. Yeah, you're not spending, okay, you're not spending $10 thought, on I a thought you were. I thought you were slandering my homegirl's zucchini bread, and I was going to have a fucking issue. Do not get it mistaken. I've had zucchini bread every day for the past, like, three days. 
Oh shit. Zucchini bread on the mine. Careful, if you eat too much, you'll become it. Like a like a loaf of zucchini bread and like a bell shape. Or just like... Oh my god, it's like like um like the Pillsbury dough boy, but you're made of zucchini bread instead of dough. Oh, I can add that to my list of fucked up powers that you can conjure zucchini bread, but at the cost of turning one of your limbs into zucchini bread. That, no, <laughs> that's how you conjure that. No, you conjure no, no, no. zucchini bread by becoming it. No, 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 no. Because are you saying cannibalism? Auto-cannibalism? No, 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 no. If you wish to summon <laughs> zucchini bread, you can make a loaf of zucchini bread, like, pop out of thin air at the cost of one of your limbs instantaneously or, transforming Or into you could just, like, bread. make zucchini bread. But that's not fun. <laughs> that's not a super bow. <laughs> okay, well, I've out, I've outsmarted the, the Noah genie. Fuck okay, you. Okay, fine. Here's a secondary Can we get back to talking about Star Wars? If if you have zucchini bread in anywhere in a hundred mile vicinity, you will also begin to transform. Fuck you. Hey, is zucchini bread canon in Star Wars? Does zucchini bread have well bread exists in bread Star Wars? Exists. It is Do canon, squash so exists like... in Star Wars. That's the question. Hmm. Okay, um, so in one of one of the Lego pumpkins. Yeah, we've seen pumpkins in multiple of the Lego shorts. Pumpkin spice latte canon? Who in okay. who in Star Wars is drinking a, a PSL? Ahsoka Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron, 1,000%. Okay, four, three people spoke at the same time. Okay, I said, I said Ahsoka Tano. I think her and Rex would go and get them, and Rex is like, ugh, I have to take my 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 stupid commander to go get a pumpkin spice latte. I'm also going to get one while we're there. <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I think Ahsoka Tano is a peppermint mocha kind of girl. But the peppermint mocha is not at the same time. It's not a menu. I mean, you can get it. Besties. Update on squashes. There's squash melons and swamp squashes. <laughs> swamp squash bread. <laughs> it's canon. It's canon. Oh shit, guys. <laughs> I love that. I I think we can oh, also just say no, that. No, squash melon is, is in legends. I'm sorry, but swamp no. squash. Okay, so we can have squash I think, bread. I think some macro is a PSL girl. <laughs> yeah, I do think, okay, concept he and Thales bond over both liking a pumpkin spice latte. He's like that's when Smacro finally is like, you know what, Thalius, you're okay. Does anyone have any final thoughts? I don't know if everyone got to say their favorite of the comics. I don't. I, don't I only read one. Was it your favorite? <laughs> just hated it. I thought they were all really good. I, I think that they're just like, it's just, I don't know. I, I always think like seasonal stuff like this is fun. Halloween is one of my favorite seasons. I love spooky things. No, I just really enjoyed all of them. I think they were super fun. Um, I unfortunately don't have that much to say about them. I just think they're neat. Oh, we didn't read them. Fuck you, Jess. <laughs> I told you that in confidence. <laughs> I'm going to kill you all. Just sitting here. I'm going to fucking die here. <laughs> Okay, spent all sorry. I was possessed by a Sith. <laughs> no, not, not, not us entering our chopper AP5 moment. Chopper and AP5, otherwise known as Thrawn and Eli. And also barely otherwise known as me and Jess. I really like these comics because they just show that you can still be in the Star Wars canon and have a little fun with it. Um, and it not be like a big deal. It shows Star Wars like not taking itself seriously, but still being in the canon. And I think we should do more of that. Uh, I only read the the Chopper comic, uh, and it was good. 
uh, docked off point because there's no Cody, but like you all say, there's Cody in a different issue of these comics. So, uh, 10 out of 10. Thank you. I'll, this has been Cody Wood. I'll send you the, the issue in specific that has the Codester. <laughs> this week, we are just jumping directly into Name That Ship uh, because it, we're going to do a little Halloween version of Name That Ship, Trick or Treat Edition, if you will. Um, basically, the hosts who have not brought a fic uh, will be deciding trick or treat, and that will de- determine who will be reading their fan fiction first. Well, not reading their fan fiction, but reading about a fan fiction first. Also, to remind everyone what Name That Ship is, it is the segment where one of the hosts brings a fanfic to the others, reads the tags, and everyone has to guess what the ship is for the fic. And as always, don't go looking for these fanfics and like harassing people. We're not trying to be mean to people. Yeah, fanfic writers, I love you. I say this every time. Um, okay, I'm gonna go for trick because I want a trick. <laughs> I'll go for trick too. I'll be I'll I'll stick no, I want a treat, but I've been outvoted. I'm just kidding. I'm fine with the trick. Okay. Since you want a trick, I'm, it looks like I'm up first. This is a fanfic called The Dark Delight, The Magic Between Book One, because it is a series. And it, oh. <laughs> the tags for this are um, character A slash character B, which is the ship. And then they also have the ship reverse, which is character B slash character A. And then um, obviously character A and character B as like separate tags, like oh, these characters. Um, Rose Tico, Finn, Star Wars, Poe Dameron, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker, Ahsoka Tano, Leia Organa, Han Solo, Armitage Hux, Sheev Palpatine. Chewbacca, Star Wars, Darth Vader, Maz Kanata, Paige Tico, Kadel Co- Konex, Rick, um, Amlin Hondo, Jacosta New. Hondo? I like the AU where Amelyn Holdo married Hondo Anaka oh, and God, took, her that's... First, took his first name, not his that's last name. So funny. She says, no, yeah, but... um, my name is Amelyn Hondo. And they're like, do you mean Onaka? It's because y'all were like, talking oh. about Hondo earlier. It's like a Hondo on the mind. But um, yeah, Amelyn Holdo, I'm sorry. Jacosta New, Arashel Sahar, Jin Urso, Vernestra Rowe. Avar Chris, Stellan Geos, Janna, Star Wars, Will Huff Tarkin, C3PO, Kit Fisto, Harder Colonia, Yoda, Star Wars, uh, Slowburn, Alternate Universe, Harry Potter AU. <laughs> okay, um, so what characters have not been mentioned? <laughs> hold on, I still have tags. Dark Magic, Secrets, Prophecy, Magic, Friends to Enemies to Lovers, Angst, Hogwarts, Wizarding World, Muggleborn, you know, pure blood politics, Harry Potter, Defense Against the Dark Arts, Orphans, House Elves, Hogwarts First Years, and yeah, that's it. Is it Raylo? It is Raylo. <laughs> okay. Okay. I need a fu- I need I need a fucking second. I need No, I need it. I need a fucking second. So so okay. Does 
is Kyle Ron, is he Daniel Radcliffe in this one? Hell fuck it. No, he's not. Yeah, can you read the summary? Is he Draco like, what's Malfoy? The, what's the so, set? Why are, is everybody Is he here? the centaur? I don't... <laughs> So it's um, nearly 30 years after the Great Wizarding War that defeated Darth Sidious's empire, the Wizarding World remains in fragile peace. The fate of the, of the Wizarding World is unknown as the forces of evil seek to take back the power they once knew. Ray Nima is completely oblivious to this all until one day a wizard called Obi-Wan Kenobi appears on the doorstep of Jakku Orphanage. He offers her a life of magic far away from her gray rooms of Jakku at a magical place called Hogwarts. Little does she know <laughs> Ray's journey will be anything but easy. Danger lurks around every corner trying to draw her in. None is more tempting than a dark-haired boy who may just be her own worst enemy. No, because is she 11 years old right now? Also, I don't know because I didn't actually read this. Video. Okay, also, I do like this Hagrid. <laughs> Obi-Wan is Hagrid AU. Yo, wizard, right? <laughs> I'm just really confused when I found this because I was looking for Vern fa- fan fiction and I was just Why like, she what there? the fuck's Ewan going McGregor on? Is, Vern? Is, Ewan McGregor is Scottish. <laughs> Vern, Vern. Why is Vernestra Rowe there? Get her. And, and also, like, all of the high, a bunch of the higher public Jedi. What are they doing there? Hey, out of curiosity, uh, can you give me a number on how many higher public Jedi are present in this fic? I think it's what, four? Would it happen to be four? It's just three. Unfortunately, um, my, my great pal. My main man, Elzar, he's not here. Okay, because see, my my theoretical guess is that <gasps> they had them functioning as, like, the old house founders. They could be, like, the ghosts. For you well, they have to be far just, back enough chronologically. It's just Vernestra, Avar, and Stellan. Who's Moaning Myrtle? Nearly headless Stellan. Um, Moaning Myrtle is Reef Silas. Do you want to guess how many words are in this fanfic? And how many chapters there are? 20 chapters. There is 20. You got that right. Jesus. Okay. 100,000 words. No, actually. More or less? Less. 75,000. No, actually, it's it's less than that, too. 10,000. No. Okay. I figured it's lowball. It's 44,670. Jeez, that's like... Is it it finished? (sighs) Yeah, it's complete. So maybe the scariest thing this Halloween is J.K. Rowling. <laughs> She's the scariest <laughs> thing. It doesn't even have to be Halloween is the fun thing about that. It's Just anyway, I want to hear Mel's treat. Yeah, I'd like a treat. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready? I can't say the name of this fic because it will give it away. The tags are as follows. Meat cute. It's probably a meat ugly, actually. Canon divergence. What if character A was kidnapped from a location fluff humor cuddling and snuggling character a is great and deserves more love character b is also great and deserves more love character b being a bamf character a being a bamf uh cody's um vode vod sorry vade uh give him migraines non-graphic gore canon typical violence social anxiety thirsty vade competency kink fix it mistaken identity the clone troopers think character A is very attractive. The clone troopers may also think that character A is a sex worker. Pet names, flirting, some bad language, Halloween fic, crack, crack treated seriously. Is this, is Rex, this Rex Hall? No. I would have known if it was Rex. I do be in that tag a lot. Is Rex, is Rex involved? No, not at all. Is it Cody? No. 
I don't think Mel would have like said. I Cody's would not have name. named Cody. I was just, I was just gonna say, I do like the idea that Cody's not even there, and his brothers are like, "Hey, fuck you," and he's like, "Damn, you guys are so annoying." Uh, is one of, so one of the characters is a clone though. Yes. Is one of them Wolf? No. Is it Gregor? No. Damn it! I want to go for Halloween. No, no. Wait, what Fox. did you say? Yes, Fox. Oh. Is, it Qu- is it Quinlan? No, it is not Quinlan. Is, is it, it another man? Jedi? It is another Jedi, and it is a man. Obi-Wan? Is it? Nope. Is it Mace Windu? Nope. I don't know why. Is it Kit Fisto? Yes, it is Kit Fisto. Fisto and Fox. Would you like to hear though? Would you like to hear the name of this fan fiction? I would love to. It is Kit from the Black Lagoon. Get out! <laughs> hey, do they think Kit Fisto's a sex worker? Apparently, from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> They just think he's sexy. They're like, "Hey." I like the idea that they see that they see him, and they're like, "That man is is far too attractive to be a Jedi." So clearly, he can't be doing this job. But they're like, "That man is far too attractive to be hanging out with fucks. He must be paying him." Um, Also, there's a tag set that says, "What if Kit was kidnapped from the temple as a (gasps) creationling?" No, what in the fuck? No. Um. So this is the the premise. A monster was stalking the lowest levels of court the of Coruscant's underworld, leaving a trail of dead bodies in its wake. When Commander Fox called in Monk's Scuba Company to help suss out the culprit, he did not <laughs> expect to e- end that adventure with a new and very cuddly boyfriend. He's Wait. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Wait, it's like just the shape of water. <laughs> I prepared a trick. Tee-hee-hee. I forgot the title of this fic. This fic is called Do I Want to Know? The tags are Space Husbands, Fluff and Humor, Pranks and Practical Jokes, Bored Clone Troopers, Sith Shenanigans, Halloween Costumes, Halloween, Inappropriate Humor. I can't believe I wrote this. Uh, This is not so not canon that I'm not even trying. Funny. Alternate Universe, Everyone Lives, Nobody Dies. One Shot, Jump Scares. Uh, There are two ships, one of which has Legends characters, and I so sorry i wicked don't give a fuck we're gonna be focusing in on the two at the center can you give it, us an era or other characters prequel that are era tagged is this cross era characters or are they all from like the same same era, era. are they um has one of them a clone one of them is a clone have jedi. they canonically met i don't think they have met canonically and no would it make sense for them to have met no okay that's helpful is this a male male relationship yes. or is this Fox again? No. <laughs> Cody, Rex. No. no. You can't just list clones. Gregor, that feels like it's no. cheating. Wolf. No. Any of the bad batch. No. Is it my bestie Bly? No. Jesse? No. Bly no. Steve vibes only. Is it a clone that we like? Yeah. <laughs> Boba? No. We've spent at least three episodes with this. Is family. it Fives? No. Is it Echo? Oh, no. he's in the bad Bessie. batch. No. Is it Booster Sinker? No. Is it um? Is it hard boy- Is it no? Is it, is it up? No. Is it foil or no. waxer? No. Is it is it two twelve or five oh first? Five oh first. Is it Kicks? No, no. Not Rex. No. Dogma. Yes. <gasps> Dogma, my beloved. Dogma um, and who? So, is it better this not be char- fucking Hondo. No. I wish. Is this character so this character's not a Jedi? Not a Jedi. Egg Dooku. Hondo Monaka. They are a Sith. Maul? Yes. Oh no! 
Malgma is <laughs> dog ball. Because <laughs> my first thought was doll. <laughs> I like Doggo! I like Malgma. It sounds like a Legend of Zelda villain. The summary of this fic, I okay. It just occurred to me they might be a side ship in this fic. I know that I've read the summary. <laughs> well, I would like who to know the who the legends main characters, characters are. Can you give us um, the, the legends characters are Roan, Lands, and Ferris Olin. Who? Exactly. They they're sound... Roan, Lands, and Ferris Olin. What about a <laughs> classic send... Star Wars characters? Can you send with how they're spelled and I'll look it up on I'll just, I'm just sending you the fic. Here's the summary. <laughs> it's Halloween on <laughs> Belasa. Ferris and Roan want to continue the Balasan tradition of scaring the shit out of newly married couples, and they have the perfect idea. Jump scares. Co- costumed jump scares. After all, Solace and her boyfriend, Lias, did it to them. Whatever that means. Uh, perhaps they should have remembered that their newly married couple was a couple of choice consists of a jumpy clone trooper and a failed Sith with an itchy trigger finger. In Legends... Roan Lands was a young human male who was the partner of the former Jedi Ferris Olin. They founded the business Olin and Lands and started the resistance group the Eleven to oppose the Galactic Empire. Gay Olin's people. former rival, the Jedi turned Sith Lord Darth Vader, killed Lands to provoke Olin. General Hetty strikes again. Um, Girl, oh, and you. also Ferris Olin was the human Jedi Padawan of uh, Jedi Master Siri Tachi. So I think it goes back to Obi-Wan. Oh, period. There, So there were gay people, and then they decanonized the gay people. But also they decanonized the kill your gays. So you know what? You win some, you lose some, you know? Gay people. That was your trick. <laughs> I was very, nice. I feel very spooked right now. I'm Ooh. so scared. I, now I'm regretting not including the Din Luke streamer AU. I deleted the link too, so I couldn't even read you the tags. But it was like one of the the questions. One of the tags was just like Five Nights at Freddy's, and I just think that's very funny. Um, It was also Um, like a Halloween fic posted in May. That was a lot. That's iconic. Sometimes they just like the season. I mean, period. Thank you so much for joining us this week for Rubhalp's Pod Race. Episodes usually drop on Sundays, but for updates, Star Wars news, and more curse shit, follow us on social media at Rubhalp's Pod Race on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you really love the show, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. Even if you don't use it as your podcaster, it really helps. And as we approach the release of Lesser Evil, we're going to celebrate with some hashtag Thrawn tent. So send us a question in our TikTok Q&A, tweet at us, or DM us on Instagram at Rupalp's Pod Race with your Thrawn-related questions. May the force be with Boo and don't grip it up. Vaka vaka! Vaka vaka! Vaka vaka! To quote Fozzie Bear, waka waka. Y'all watch the Muppets Haunted Mansion? <laughs>